This episode of Pot of the Jam is rated S for spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, Ghostbusters. My name is Audrey, and this is my husband, Henry. We don't want to hurt you or your baby. We feel this would be the best way for you to go missing. city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. Real wrath of God type stuff. Exact fire and brimstone coming down from the sky. Trick or treat. Girlfriend lives in the corner penthouse of Spook Central. You want this body? Is this a trick question? We're back again with more possession. We are possessed to give, bring you more possession films. That didn't work either. I'm, I uh, almost want to say, throwing stuff should out there. we, I already feel like we need a ding every time Shory says possession because it's just been 25 times. Yes. Like I didn't pick Possessor or the or movie any, Possession. Or anytime he tries to make a possession pun or, or something. I mean, there is a fine line between dad joke and pun. So, you know, and I think Shory walks that really well, interestingly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't to. say well. <laughs> <laughs> Me either, to be honest. Honestly, I feel like puns are like a subgenre of dad jokes, right? It's all puns are the highest form of humour. I love puns. I do love a good pun. <laughs> Come on, Troy, it's your moment. Oh, shut down. Sto- story of my life. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, hi, I'm Jean. <laughs> I'm M. And I'm supposedly Shory. Yeah, and the one we and only. are back again with three more movies for you in the. Thing, possession genre, and, subgenre. And look, if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, get into it because this is yeah. one that we, and if you haven't, well, welcome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. we, if this is your first episode, that's weird, but go for it. We, oh my God, we loved it. Like one of the good things about watch, uh, watching things in genres, like picking genres and themes for the three episodes that we, we're going to review just makes the experience so awesome. And now I, if regular listeners would know we were in, we're recording this in the past obviously, because we're not going to record every single day. So we recorded our found footage episodes while in lockdown uh, here in Melbourne. And that was really – it took a real toll on my mind. Mm -hmm. And when I was younger, possession films would also do that. Um, Mm -hmm. There was something about them – it, it, and it wasn't just a journey and race that you would go through in experiencing them, but there was mm. something about them because Ooh, no. everyone was a victim. And mm. not to make not, – I'm not making a joke at this point, but it, it gets under your skin. Completely, yeah, and it's not a joke. It's mm-hmm. you know because it is part of the thing. But, but I yeah. and especially one of the movies we're going to talk about in this episode. Oh yeah, that got under my skin. It was absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, we've we've definitely we're definitely going from one extreme to another in yeah. the choices of. <laughs> uh, we have three fantastic choices, but all very different. And one of the reasons why I think uh, um, I've chosen uh, in yesterday's episode and in today's, I've gone a little bit more light-hearted mm. with the theme of possession, is because. I think I needed it. Um, this I is, think yeah. we all needed it. I yeah. think if yeah, we yeah. had all had to sit down and watch six very serious, yeah. very scary possession movies, uh, yeah, no, you need you need a circuit breaker. I mean, well, oh, for sure, <laughs> especially with today. Okay, with the dictator way we're doing Dan. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, hey, hashtag I stand with Dan. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Um, I think what's interesting 
I laugh. I laugh that we've just made that dictated Dan reference, and yeah. Sydney in our recording right now is on the cusp of going into a yeah. lockdown. Hi, friends in Sydney. If you hope you survive that, um, and you're yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that thing is well. When we were talking about the different elements and things that we like in regards to horror, one of the things that I've constantly been drawn to. Mm. Oh my god! I just said that. And my friend from Sydney just texted now saying, and it's been announced we're going into lockdown. There you go. Uh, are we live? Maybe we are. We don't, <laughs> we don't realise all this time we've been broadcasting live. This is and hilarious. And we've lost Dean for a it's moment. No, yeah. no, no. It's just the message was, I just said that and now I have to keep that in Maybe the podcast. So Sydney has just. My phone is possessed. Uh, my phone is possessed. It Maybe. heard you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe I'll have to do a trivia or something for friends in Sydney. Mm. Um, but, yeah, look, lockdown has occurred. There you go. So anyway, yes. we're off track. Um, we yes. need, uh, One of the things that I love in horror is the campery and the mm. humour, even in the most terrifying moments. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things for me that draws me to a lot of different horror films. Mm. We haven't touched on as many within, no, uh, within the no, ones no. that we've been exploring within this mm. podcast. And I certainly took that. I mean, I could have gone very different directions with yeah. that queer episode. How mm. with every episode I could have gone very different directions. Yeah, yeah. But when I finally grasped at this opportunity to be able mm. to dive in and have the camp little film like the one that we're going to start with, which is Ghostbusters. Da-na-na-na-na-na. Who are you going to call? Um, oh, I absolutely needed this in in the break yeah. of watching. Uh, those who didn't listen to yesterday's episode, I actually watched all six episodes for the two possession recordings in one day. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, I mean, I had a day that started at 4 a.m. I got up at 4 a.m. and it ended at 12.30 I just can't believe you didn't choose to end with Ghostbusters. I feel like no. that would have been the ideal. All, all right, hang on. Like, to, can, can, th- there's before, a reason before we why. get into this, can I do the IMDB? Oh, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> it really doesn't get to what the film is about. Okay. So this is the, the short and sharp one. Mm. Three former parapsychology professors set up a shop as a unique ghost removal service. <laughs> that's, I, mean, that's, I mean, it's not incorrect, but. It's, yeah. It's, I'm not reading the next one because I'm just going to show everybody. Lie. That's how long the next one is. Yeah, hmm. we don't have enough time that's in the ridiculous. podcast. That's pretty much that. the podcast length. Okay, this yeah. is, I mean, look. And the, so the, the three films that we're, I'm just going to say, that, uh, so not sorry, sorry. M was asking, what a confusion to confuse the two of you. Sorry? <laughs> M, M just asked why I didn't end on Ghostbusters. Yes. So I actually started on Ghostbusters. Let's just highlight mm. the three films that we're talking about today. So Ghostbusters was my pick. Mm hmm. And everyone say their picks. Oh, I think you should go next because yes. they go in order of like yep. light, so, lightest so to I'll do it, We'll do it like this. So, so Ghostbusters was my pick. I picked anything for Jackson. And I picked Hereditary. Which are three brilliant but three very different films. And the one thing I knew, not only from a new Hereditary from Reputation, but we tw- text each other as we're watching and yeah. as we're doing things. And um, – uh, it was great a couple of days ago actually reading um, Shory and M's text when I have yet to see the film. And I, <laughs> I specifically held off watching this film and I, I just went, this has to be my last one to watch, yeah. especially with a day like I was having. So I started with yeah. Ghostbusters because it's four in the morning. I don't, I'm putting on makeup for drag. I don't mm. want to be concentrating too hard. Um, and let's be honest, Ghostbusters is one of those movies. I think not for everyone, but for a lot of people of our generation and Mm. who have our taste in movies, this is like an old favourite. Like I have seen Ghostbusters so many times and I am never not in the mood to watch Ghostbusters. I love it every time. It's one of my happy place movies. Absolutely. The first one and the sequel. They're both just – And the sequel and even – I I actually love the remake as well. Yeah. And, I mean, we're not going to probably get a chance in this month of recording Mm. to do remakes, but we should definitely level up. Heads up, we're having so much – 
much fun doing this podcast. that we're like future podcasts are only now talking things. We're absolutely not going to be doing a daily situation oh, no. ever again <laughs> yeah. uh, in our recording. It was a good way to start, but also, whoa. Lots um, of work. But remakes are absolutely in there. But yeah, so, so, that, let's talk so about the reason why but the reason why I went yeah. to start with fun and end in that way is because I I couldn't imagine not having my complete focus, yeah, even though yeah. when I haven't slept, I only had three hours sleep and then worked all day and watched horror films at the same no, time. No, I get that. My head was kind of like the you characters really in Hereditary. You really need to sit down and watch Hereditary. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hereditary is not a background movie. Oh, absolutely you not. You put that shit on in the background. No, but we'll like, get, we'll get to that when we we'll get, get to that. Through. So we'll let's, to let's that. dive into our first one, which is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. It is, it is the... As a look, as possession goes, it's it's in a very slight tip. Yeah, but as a, <laughs> as an almost forty yeah. year old, it is that movie that you watched as a kid. It's a gateway horror, as I talked about. Yeah, it is last time. It's a gateway horror movie. There are mm. bits that are actually scary in it. Yeah, mm. but then I remember being very scared by the very first the librarian. The, yeah, librarian. the librarian. Yes, same. Absolutely. Are, and jumping in the in the cinema. But I yeah. also I love Bill Murray. I love Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, Harold Ramis. And yes. this is what's love brilliant. And, uh, you know, Ernie Hudson. These great yeah. comedy actors. I love great Nicholas. People. I can't remember what his name was. And um, what's his name? Um, Sigourney um, Weaver. And Rick um, Moranis. Rick Moranis. Sigourney Moranis. Moranis. Uh, he's hilarious. The so, cast is fabulous. And he, the was, way his Canadian accent, like it's just great. But that was yeah. originally supposed to be John Candy. Wow. But he couldn't do it. So ah. they Rick Moranis. And Rick, I can't see Rick Moranis not in that role anymore. It is no. my favourite no, Rick Moranis role. I love him in it. He is so perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, and so is Sigourney. Like, Sigourney everyone, really is, everyone yeah. is Actually, perfect. everyone is perfect in the film. And Sigourney, like, I just want to work on a film set with her. Like, yeah. honestly, just watching the, the different ways she plays things. And I was yeah. re-watching this and I, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the four in the morning. But I just – my admiration for her and her skill in what mm. she does and how she does it just she, – she's one of those actors that just – it constantly surprises me. Mm. And, mm. Not, and, and not – surprise might be the wrong word, but I mean surprised in the sense of that I'm just constantly – it's not just a joy to watch her work, but mm. I'm just glued to her. She's yeah. just, she's so. You're in, you're in awe of her. Oh, it's not even in awe. She's just so great at what she does yeah. that I just want to take in more. She's mm. engaging. She's so just, engaging. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and the way she uses her, especially within this film, the way she uses her, her bodies, yes. body in all different ways. Yep. Yep. You know, anyway, anyway, we're like, let's. We're, we're jumping ahead. But I just, what a way to jump. Like, I just, she just, and. I mean, it must have been work playing off Bill Murray. Like they're they're like chalk and cheese in the perfect way. Yes. Yep. Exactly right. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, she, even like their characters. She is this um, musician slash. Uh, no, I wouldn't not quite academic, but she works at a, a like a, a like a like a musicologist yeah. sort of situation. Musicologist. So musicologist. Well, no, that's a that's a that's a that's thing. A thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like um, my ex is a musicologist, and and yeah, that's just definitely a thing. Um, but she, yeah, so she's kind of in this very, like, serious role, um, very, like, high culture versus Bill Murray, who she rightly um, <laughs> likens to a game show host. Yep, yep. Um, because he is I, – I will I will say, like, when I – as I got older and just, you know, because it's kind of movie, you never stop picking it up and watching it again and again. The older I got, the more I was like – Oh, his character is sleazy. No, no, no. You never thought he wasn't sleazy. Like that's one of the things within well, this as film a kid, as well. But as a, even as a kid, I was just like, I mean, it's it, you'd find amusement, but I'm like, this is uncomfortable. Well, like, no, as a kid, I didn't see it. As oh, a kid, oh, I just yeah. thought but it then, was amusing and whatever. And then as an adult, I'm like, ah, oh, oh. But at least when we get to the 
and you know you get to the possession scene and she's trying to kiss him and everything he doesn't go ahead with it so yeah. it's sort of like the Okay, if he's you know mm. he's not as he's not and actually as yeah. sleazy as you there's think he's going to be. Something redeeming yeah. in theory. Like there are movies where <laughs> you'd go, they'd, they'd have the possession it's, bit, it's, and then they'd cut to them in bed the next it's only day. Yeah. Just redeeming, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he does well have where, a moment where he he's kind of like, oh, go on, and then he's like, no, no. no I but it's, not. And it's I'm that like, interesting thing where I didn't think he was sleazy when we're introducing him at the start, and he's telling the girl she's saying everything right to hook up with her. Really? And I, that, that no, no. But I remember. I always felt he was sleazy towards guy. Sigourney that Weaver. Like it's it's the interesting thing where my, my brain saw it where I didn't think it was – well, I didn't put it even as a kid that it was mm. sleazy until it's like, no, 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 this is a scenario where a woman is actually saying, no, do your job. Mm. In my house, and mm. you're being a creeper, yeah. and mm. and the way in which, and and it's even that moment where I know we're jumping around already, aren't we? But that moment where she's like, no, 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 and he's like, oh, I'm gonna have to ro- romance you or something, mm. and it's just like, and and I, it's that the fact that she's like, no, I know we're jumping around, but I I have to say, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I go as fast as we can. It's I was about to say, I think it's safe to assume that most of our listeners have seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I don't well, think anyone's sitting at, at at home or on the train going. Okay, but what happens? What's the setup? I want to know <laughs> about this movie. Ghosts. And the thing that I'm going to say is, I do, I want, I do want to put. I'm just going to say, I'll mm. edit this out, but I do want to put in the podcast recording a listing of what all the films are, so people can watch them oh, for sure. before yeah. listening. So there's not going to be surprises or anything, oh, so yeah, they can yeah. know in advance. Yeah, you for need sure. to have watched it. And well, and if you haven't, that's the thing. And if like, you people well, can, fine. Yeah, but hey, just listen to us talk about it. So anyway, let's break down a little bit of the nitty gritty. We're introduced to the fact that there are ghosts in New York. We don't know what's going on from that scene in the library at the start with mm-hmm. a scary librarian, yep. mm-hmm. which is literally the most scariest mm, um, yeah. ghost and yep. ghosty moment in the film. And mm. um, and then we we cut to the dorky professors. They're like, mm-hmm. we've always wanted to do. Well, there's there's the the super nerd, which is Egon. Egon. Yeah. Yep. There is the guy who just wants to find ghosts, mm-hmm. which is whose name I can never remember. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's character. Oh, um, um, because um, Spengler, Egon Spengler. There's, oh my god, Venkman, Venkman, and oh my god, oh my god, I feel bad. Why does I feel that bad? He just wrote the film. Hang yeah, on. one he of the one of the co-writers. Stance Ray Stance. Thank you, Thank you. Yeah. Ray. Jeez, that's oh, that's bad. right because it's Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Ray is the one who just wants to find something, the afterlife, ghosts, that sort of stuff. And then there's Venkman who is just like, I'm going to do this for some cash. He, yeah. he but I love as well. He's, he's, yeah. the, sleazy, he, he's yeah. the sleazy game show, but he's also the guy who just, he's in it for the money. Yeah. He wants to he wants to become famous for finding a ghost is yeah. pretty much his thing, whereas the other guys want to do it for research. I mean, I do yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. laugh that we, you, I feel like we've given them more motivation that's ever explained with, <laughs> with, with that <laughs> just explanation. Yeah. Like they're doing science stuff at university about ghost things and finding nothing. And then – they get a call saying there might be one. Mm. Yeah. So they go and check it out and yep. nerd out over the, mm-hmm. this reality. Like they don't do anything about it. They take some ectoplasm. They're just excited that, <laughs> oh, my God, this is <laughs> actually real, <laughs> you know, and, and our, our, this wasn't just theories and things that, mm. that we were doing within a university. And the university, da, 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 as they all do, cuts the funding because yes. <laughs> where everyone's getting all this funding to be able to do things at university um, is, is outrageous. Finally, yeah, a I'd realistic right portrayal yeah. of the a researcher's <laughs> life for a university <laughs> they're like cut off and cut they off have the to they have to start a business mm-hmm. as a way of making money and continue we're ready well hell the real oh my yes. god and that ad is hilarious where yes. they make a little ad and and they have the firehouse and i mean look what's brilliant about this is we've got you know comedy actors and everything mm. it's very much been written for the cast mm-hmm. mm. uh, not everyone was the original i think eddie no, murphy john, was meant to be and uh, john belushi was supposed to be that's right 
Dan yeah. Aykroyd. Yeah. And Eddie Murphy was supposed to be Ernie Hudson, which I assume. So, but didn't Dan, not, not Dan Aykroyd one Eddie, of the writers? Well, yeah. not to take away from Eddie Murphy. That he wrote or Ernie Hudson. not for himself to play that role, but for John, John Belushi. Yeah. But if we take it away from, you know. Eddie, from um, Ernie Hudson, mm. but I think that if it had been Eddie Murphy, the role would have had to have been bigger. Because mm. Ernie Hudson's not in the movie a whole lot, yeah, as much as yeah. he's great. Whereas if it was Eddie Murphy, especially at that time when Eddie Murphy was probably the most yeah. famous actor in the world, mm. he would have had to have been a much bigger role. Yeah, and yeah, that and that's right. one of the things that has always not sat well with me that he feels very. And I think they put more work into that in the second film, mm. but he feels very tacked on. He feels on. tacked yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does. Um, and yeah. he he feels tacked on no matter what. Yeah. And and because he's also a person of color, yeah. that. Uh, uh, Makes it worse. Yeah, you're right. It's always that funny, that that sort mm. of part of it. It's the kind of thing where in hindsight as a kid um, oh, watching this yeah. film, I would often forget that there was a fourth mm-hmm. Ghostbuster and then as an adult watching it, I'm like, see, that that's you why this funny? is problematic. I, I never it, forgot. I never forgot. Mm. Sorry, I've cut you off. Well, I didn't completely forget. <laughs> no, but, but you know, I always what I always forget. It's that I never forgot there was a first, fourth Ghostbuster, but I always forget when watching from the start. I'm like, where is he? Because yeah, he and that's until and three that's of the way. and then mm. when when he comes in, I'm like, now is when he comes in, mm. and he's just, I'll do anything for cash. Yeah, and it's just kind of like. Okay. And literally his first night they go out somewhere and they're driving back and that's when shit has hit the fan. Yeah. yeah. Like, so he comes he's in literally and he doesn't even in. get like a backstory. Nothing. Not that the others get a really no, strong no, no, backstory, but, but, but they there's get nothing. Something. He just his walks backstory in off the street and he's I like, need, I need backst- cash. Yeah. His backstory is oh, I need money and you need bodies, so yeah. I'll do it. And, yeah. and, and I mean cannon fodder. But that, and that's the point. Like it does kind of say something. Anyway, we have jumped around again, haven't we? Yeah, but that's right. We're allowed to jump around. Because we- It's Ghostbusters. It's Ghostbusters. We can jump So ghosts are terrorising New York City in lots of different ways, shapes and forms and, and at just the right time their funding was cut so they built a business so yeah. didn't this work yeah. perfectly and there are some really good mm. subtle jokes about like trying to get like when you get to the, the Slimer scene in the hotel and, oh, Slimer, to, and he and gets this slimed our first big introduction like Slimer but who became the he became the, gr- the, the, the mogwai of, of, yeah. of the, this there was a know? cartoon that was yeah. he was a part of the team yeah he was yeah, a part yeah, of the team right. oh my but, god I loved watching that cartoon yeah. but there was there's parts in that where like they're talking about the money and they've captured Slimer. So it's jumping out a little bit, but if they've caught Slimer, they've got him in the thing, and they're talking about billing with the guy who runs the hotel. And if you watch they Bill Murray, like he's got his hands on his face, yeah, and yeah, the guy's yeah. like, "It's we're going to put two, and he goes, and he changes his fingers to three. Yeah. And Derek goes, oh, it's going to be at least $3,000. And the mm. guy's like, I won't pay it. Just put the fucking ghost back in there. Then, man, I'll be back yeah, in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. And, yeah, it's great. Like there, there is a lot there that you find – you can mm. still find each and every time you're watching, which is <laughs> oh, brilliant. And it's it's one of those movies, you, every time you rewatch it, even though it gets to the point for at least people like us, you rewatch it and you know all the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They we still came, we saw, hit. We kicked its ass. They yeah. still and hit this, the same way every time. And while this is all going it. on as well, Sigourney Weaver um, is is just at home and all her eggs start exploding. Yes. And, and we're introduced to her neighbour, Rick Moranis, who's like Canadian's like, oh, well, how are you doing? Like, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Like, He's good to account. see you. Oh, yeah, we're yes. going to go so this funny. Yep. Why don't you come to my house party? It's going to be good fun. <laughs> And uh, yeah. she goes home and the okay, eggs start exploding. Yeah, oh my yeah. God, I love it. She opens her fridge and there's a portal to another dimension yeah. and she sees, I think, the screaming dog. She, seems she, the, sees, she sees the dog yeah. and she hears a voice say Zool. Zool. And she panics yeah. and then she goes to the Ghostbusters and da-da-da, sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Here's the opportunity to um, get in with the hot chick that I missed out on before, but this one isn't like the other one because she's not blonde. Um, and and yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so 
he goes back to the apartment to see what's going on and there's nothing there and he does nothing. And what I love as well is that while our last introduction to a female character was the silly blonde woman mm. who was just like, I just like attention. But I feel um, so sorry for the guy sitting next to her because he's getting them all right. He getting, obviously has psychic ability. Shop. Exactly. And Bill Murray's too focused on the blonde to really go, which, I well, mean, hang on a fucking second. Which mm-hmm. tells us everything about him. <laughs> yes. But this is what I love. Is yeah. She's constantly, don't you want to do something? Don't you want to look at this? Don't, aren't mm-hmm. you going to go? Like what I love as well about who the character, uh, the, a character that she has, has is she's no dummy she's not yeah. falling for this she's not yeah. she's just like do what you're meant to do yeah yes they hate, they hate this <laughs> yes exactly I, we I finally have use for my piano Yay. I do that with every piano I ever Amazing. see I will always do the and, this. and this for me it's the creepiest moment in the whole film just not because of the ghost but because of the sexual harassment <laughs> and and Agreed. and I mean it's I think there's a lot in the sexual harassment of it that are people excuse because of that was They're Bill like, Murray's style. 80s. No, well, no, I we would say that, that's Bill Murray's yeah. style. Yeah, like, he, was, yeah. he his, was that guy. He's the, mm. that's his style of acting. That's his tone. Oh, um, stripes is, stripes yes, is very no. problematic, <laughs> but it also doesn't make any of it okay. No, uh, no. and and it, but it's never. And this is why I'm saying it never sat well with me mm. in any way, shape, or form. Even as a kid watching it, because yeah. she's actively saying no. Just do, yeah. do your fucking job and yeah. just do your job. And and like when I'll. I'll I'll come back. I'm going to put a pin in this now for this moment and I'll come back to it later at the final scene because mm-hmm. it kind of frustrates me. <laughs> but um, – and so, you know, he can't figure anything out. So he's like, I don't know, we'll look at some mm-hmm. things. And uh, then we just keep on going. There's more and more ghosts and they figure out that there's like some line-crossing thing. Well, the the building that she – that her apartment is in is some, you know – Nexus. Special nexus for as that that exists was built by some dude back in whenever as a gateway to another yeah. portal yeah. and it's it's actually the really Why is it the really funny scene in the in the prison and again this is jumping forward way forward yeah when the, the ghostbusters get um, arrested for for public oh, for using public too much power or whatever <laughs> and they go they go into the prison and somehow they get a copy of blueprints of the building that yeah. Dana lives in and they they open it um, open it up on a table that exists in their prison cell for reasons unknown, <laughs> a massive like Story workbench. Yeah. Um, and they open it and all the like the prisoners in the cells start to crowd around behind them, like lean in <laughs> and and you know, um uh, Ray is is the one that's going you see, because he, because he's the researcher. I always felt like I was Ray. I would be I, the, the I Ray that, yeah. in this in this <laughs> scenario. Like, see, look, I was reading this this building back in whenever this guy, and they kind of turned around. All the prisoners behind are behind them, and I think it's Venkman who's like, "Are you back all off, getting this? Niggas, you, back you, off, you, man!" Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just a funny moment, but yeah, that's the that's the vague excuse. Yeah, plot it's, line it's a for gateway why. to it's a gateway to some hell. It's a gateway thing. to something, and that's why there's a dog in her fridge. And yeah, well, that's the thing. We've constantly <laughs> been seeing creepy stuff mm. going on. We know something's in her fridge specifically, yes. but not anywhere else. Yeah. Um. And then and then it all turns on a dime when they hire a new person, and that's when everything goes wrong. Mm. <laughs> like uh, Elric Moranis gets possessed as well. Uh, can we talk about the other well, person well that they hire that we've skipped over? Oh, one absolutely. of the best, one of the best characters. Oh my god. Um, amazing. 
We got one. Yeah. And you know she, that she is in love with Egon. She yeah, loves yeah. Oh my God, it so is much. not even subtle. And he's and just the, he is so focused and such a nerd that he does has no idea what's going on. Oh, no, no. He he does. You I reckon? think there is some no, subtle. No, he does. And I watch yeah. it where he's aware, but he has no idea how to talk to a woman. That makes and sense. that's the thing. When you look at when you look at it and you see such the extremes, he's not unaware of it. It's it's not about what he says because the, he could have played it in a way like he's unaware of it. He's very aware of it. Mm-hmm. And also because mm-hmm. she's not a subtle woman. She's fantastic. Oh, she's God. Yeah. I love her. And isn't isn't there two scenes? I feel like there's one with Egon and one with um with um Venkman. Rick Moranis. Rick um, Moranis, yeah, yeah. What's his character's name? Nerd, Canadian nerd. Fuck. Yes, have some. Yeah, yes, have some. Yes, have some. Um <laughs> anyway, isn't there I know there's a scene in you know, we won't talk about that because that's a sequel, but I feel like it's mirrored. I feel like there's a scene in this first one where um, uh, Egon is doing – he's talking to her. I hate this. I've forgotten her name. <laughs> It'll come. And he crouches down to do something and it is it is such – it is this – the innuendo, yeah. him crouching down in front of her and then slowly – Janine is her name. Janine yeah. slowly stands up. It's like the, the – uh, the reference to oral sex there yeah, oh, and huge. like the way they kind of look at each other, it's like, no, he knows. He like they both know there's this this kind of tension. The sexual tension. Sexual tension Batman. between them. No. Well he no. <laughs> yeah. Egon is the hero we deserve. Yes. Not not Batman. <laughs> well basically the Ghostbusters are fighting lots and lots of ghosts and mm. then they're storing them in the little ghost trappy things and they're not crossing the streams with the gunny things. And <laughs> and then but they're storing so many ghosts in the thing of it's that it's draining the power of the city. And they send and in the house expert yes. <laughs> who is just cast as every asshole Love him. ever. Mm. Yep. Um, shuts them down. I don't care what you say, engineer. Shut down the power. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't okay. care about your Twinkie metaphor. Yeah. Shut it down. Shuts down, shuts down the power and ghosts go wild. And when they're screaming and annoyed, they get arre- arrested. And then yep. we have that yep. whole arrest yep. bit where we get all the explanation for the what's going on. Now, yeah. while that's all happening, um, uh, Sigourney Weaver has turned into a ghost dog. I don't well, know she's how had the, the ama- that, that amazing scene where she's sitting at home. She's just worked out and she's got on the fabulous uh, 80s workout gear, the leggings oh, yes. with the leotard over the top of the leggings. Love it. Yep. Um, and the, just, the scrunchy I, yeah. leg warmers and she's sitting there on the couch after her aerobics at home, as you do. Um, and it is actually an amazing scene. This light kind of appears around the edges of the doorway mm-hmm. behind her and then the door flies open and then these hands, hands shoot out of the, out of the yeah. couch around mm-hmm. her and grab her and cover her mouth and hold her down and and just drag the chair her, yeah. just gets dragged into that doorway so it's like rut roll this is the, this is <laughs> the this is the moment that that's the moment we talked about the possession moment it's like and she's yep. Yep. and she's done um, and, and from and meanwhile, there she's she's turned into um sexy Sigourney. she's well, conveniently with all of this, and we've jumped around again, this happens to be the same night that she's having a date with Venkman and also the same night. Same night as the party. As the housewarming house party, party that Rick name. Moranis as, as character is having. Um, and he's like, and even when it's she's Lewis. like, Lewis oh, I'm, Lewis, I'm sorry, thank Lewis, I I'm, I'm have plans, which is to see this guy that's been sexually harassing mm. me. And then she's like, I have plans. And I love that his response is, oh, okay. 
you can bring him. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I love this so much. Rick like, Moranis is the really, best character in this movie. But the I'm way he now. does it as well where it's it's pathetic but still not pathetic. Well, you can like, bring him. It's, it's yeah. a lovely – what I love as well is this could have been played as a one-note pathetic character but he's genuinely endearing. But then also yeah, he is. all the people who come to his party are his clients. They're not <laughs> his friends. And this is what I love. He does this here's and she's into this and, and, that, and here's yeah. that. He's like, and they do well, I got this dip. If you get a bulk, you get it for this much, which you can, you can write off as a tax write Right. He's the best. He's adorable. And, and he, but he plays it in this such oh. a cute way. It's really fantastic. He's brilliant. And then basically while the, I think the party's not over, while the party's going on. Then I don't the, even remember. How did the demon dog get into his apartment? Well, look, he lives down the hall. Yeah. So it just appeared. It just appeared. In just much appeared. the same way it appeared the in Dennis. Yeah. Okay. And it's hunting for yeah, something. Yeah, he's like, okay, who well, bought the dog? Well, obviously the dogs need to connect for no reason at all. Well, they're the well, gate, no, gate, because gate, it's gatekeaper the gatekeeper and the key master. That's when, I know, but when here's Dolly. my thing is, no, 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 but the, both the dogs came from the vortex to yeah. possess people to connect something. But yeah. if they were already there, couldn't they just, I don't know. Anyway. anyway no. So And then we get this great comedic stuff where he's running away down the streets of New York, Aww. being chased by a dog up mm. against a wall in a posh restaurant with no one paying attention to him mm-hmm. and then screams like crazy when the dog's there and then everyone stops. And then, and just goes back to eating. goes back to eating. And I just love it. Like the comedy moments are great. Mm-hmm. And essentially, he's there with them when they're arrested. They realize when Venkman goes that sexy Sigourney Weaver, Weaver happens. And he's like, No, when, when she I'm does not going to. Are you the key master? Are you the key master? No, goes, slams the door. No, slams yeah, yeah. The door. <laughs> well, yes, yes, I, yeah, I am. Yes, I am. And, well, he sent me. I'm yeah. a friend of his. And, <laughs> and we realize, okay, we've got these connecting dots. We've been arrested. Luckily, we've got the mayor and that weird thing with the candle. Um, <laughs> I've always, every time I'm like, where the mayor kisses the cardinal's ring. Mm. And I mean, there's just so much mm-hmm. there. And it's like, well, we don't believe in ghosts, but we should let these guys do their thing. Okay, okay, cardinal. <laughs> um, and then they're, they're there to destroy the evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go up to the house. They've got all their guns. They've got the city of New York cheering behind them. And the lifts are out. And the lift, yeah, the lift out so they have to walk. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing where I'm like, I still laugh at the thought, all this destruction and explosions and things. And the cops are like, keep back from the barrier, which is one meter away from the building. But in between is when they have the earthquake and they all fall into the hole. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. like, oh yeah. shit. And then like, like, one oh, meter, back. it's not even fucking COVID safe. Like, come yeah. on, this is apocalyptic <laughs> yeah. shit happening. Get so back. Essentially, the, <laughs> the two characters that are possessed mm. connect and literally get sexual tension and kiss, mm. which unlocks the doorway and they turn into dogs. And yeah. I love that when- It's not about them having sex, which I, I no, really no. like. Like not a well, literal all, metaphor all, for a key although in a it's, um, <laughs> it's it, it is still It is still quite, quite sexist. Ironic. In, in, oh, it's very sexist. Yeah. And especially when you think, so Sigourney Weaver got possessed and she suddenly, trend, like some for some reason, is in a sexy, shimmery 80s- off the shoulder number, and Rick Moranis got possessed and just his hair still grew and he got, looked the yeah, same. Yeah, he just got the same clothes. He was just scruffy. Yeah. I'm like – And weirder. Why? I mean <laughs> – Like if there was meant to be sexual chemistry between them, why didn't he end up wearing something sexy as well? <laughs> because it's Rick Moranis. It's, it's Rick very Moranis. hard to make Rick Moranis but sexy. you know what I mean? I'm sure why? there's people out there who are yelling at me right now. No. Nah. It's hard for Rick Moranis <laughs> to be sexy. But, yeah, and essentially – and the reason why, I mean, we've been driving into this a lot, but we haven't even mm. gotten to the end of the next two films, which so I'm just going to rush through a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they all get together and they realise there is um, Zool and what are we going to do? And oh my, There is no your, Dana, yeah. only yeah. Zool. 
Azul. Azul. And it's like, and it was great. Like, it's really. And the, the, the levitating on the bed is a fabulous scene. Yeah. 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 And the way they, they actually make re- really good. This is the only um, uh, credit that I'll pay for this, the. The unexplainable sexy outfit is that they use that in the levitation yeah. scene. The dress kind of hangs yeah. down as she's levitating and yeah. spinning. And again, Sigourney Weaver's acting the way she oh, snarls so and so she's good. good. She's so good at what she does. Yeah. And anyway, uh, and so basically, the they're like, "What do we do? We we we. This is a mess. We can't do things. Mm. It's all going to be a problem. Choose your destructor. And then yeah, mm. basically, they have to choose the thing that's going to destroy you all. And he's like, again, "Clear your brains. Clear your why. brains. Clear your brains." But gives us the brilliant <laughs> moment of the Stay Puff <laughs> marshmallow. Hello, man. Again, this is why I feel like I'm a Ray because I would have been the one just been like – it fucking reminds me of The Simpsons. Think on sexy thoughts. Yeah. Think on sexy Except thoughts. I'd be like, think not evil all thoughts. Think not Ray evil thoughts. Ray has moment with the uh, Santa in the thing where he's about, we, we used to go camping. And we, this yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, imagine in that moment, what thing would you think of? I think I would think of like. Well, you have to think of nothing. Uh, well, that's but the uh, point. you couldn't. Like, if you had to, and the way you'd go is something from your childhood, it would either be. A wuzzle or a popple? One of the two things. What the hell are they? A wuzzle was a Disney series where two animals were combined. So there was lion, um, butter bear. So it was um, a a lion. A butt and a bear. It was butter. Like there was uh, there was an elephant and a butterfly. There was um, uh, yeah. So they all lived on the land of Was. Okay. Um, And and the 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 thing it's like the the opening song is here in the land of Was. We have twice the fun. Instead of two of two, we combine into one. Anyway, it's a cartoon and I love okay. it. And popples were little and stuffed popples, animals that you could I, put I into a ball. Like that stuffed animal. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember those. Yeah. And yeah, that, okay. that, I just think, yeah, anyway, okay, Stay anyway. Plus Marshmallow Man is, is and that, and just mm-hmm. the visual of that alone, like mm-hmm. a giant marshmallow evil cute thing is great. It's a, it's a fantastic excuse. I mean, whoever would have thought that someone could create a movie where it somehow feels believable and, and doesn't, doesn't um, pull you out of the narrative for them to create a giant Stay Puft yeah. Marshmallow yeah. Man that's terrorizing it's New York. It it's just fabulous. That people are dumb. Like you think in some, when someone well, says to you, yeah. don't think about don't anything. Don't think of anything. Something really dumb will Something go into, will your, pop head. into your head. And of so, course. of course, it would be a giant Marshmallow Man. I mean, the because rea- why not? I actually think in reality it would have been more likely that – because that's that thing where, where if you say don't think about a red car, mm. you'll think about a red car. Yeah, if, yeah, if totally. they say don't think about – Anything because something bad will come and get us. Someone would have thought of something bad. Well, you think Godzilla just or because God they're not what. meant yeah. to. Yeah. But it's funny that they went the other way, yeah. where Ray was like, "I just, I was trying so hard not to think of something bad that I went to the most, the purest thing that I could yeah. think of." And what is, what is, um, yeah. Venkman says something like, "He's a sailor. We just got to get him laid." Yes. Yes. It's great. And it's just cute. It's great to watch. And they're like, what are we going to do? We've got a, it's climbing up the building. What happened to all the people down below? I don't know. Um, And then it's climbing up the building to come and get them because it's not trying to destroy New York, just the four people threatening me. And yeah, yeah, so da 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 da. And the only thing we can do is the one thing we said never to do, which is cross the streams. streams. Um, So they basically do a little bit of a soggy biscuit with their guns towards the doorway of the vortex. And. Is that that sounds like it could be some kind of sex move? Um, a soggy not in a good biscuit. way. So a soggy biscuit is something. No, that w- it doesn't. It would not be. Do you a good need the thing. explanation? 
Is it an actual sex move? <laughs> it's not a sex move, but now I have to explain it. Um, so sure. there's like this, this thing where in like a pe- kids, apparently kids, I know some friends that have done it. I never did it. But kids when they were young or within boarding schools, I love that I've shaked Shory off his chair. Um, it was, male, Males would stand around and, and tug themselves onto a salada or a biscuit or whatever. And the last one had, um, to relieve themselves had to eat it. Yeah. What is wrong with boys? <laughs> what the fucking fuck? That, that's a whole year-long podcast My analogy itself. wasn't going to be as... Boys? Actually, that's a podcast you should actually do. What is wrong with boys? Because there's a lot. My analogy wasn't going to be as gross, but like as men, no, because you stand great, up yeah. and pee and but you stand next to each other, and you always make whole, the joke, and, and you stand next to someone who's peeing, and, and you go across the streams. there's something very creepy about the way the streams cross of the guns. Like Because when they shoot them, they're firing everywhere like crazy, but this time they just conveniently wrap around and wrap around like a plat. And I was like... Anyway, yeah. Move probably doesn't work very well. Apply, yeah, we've broken him a little bit. I just don't understand boys <laughs> and men. What do we? How do we? What do we do? How are we? S- no, 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 no. It's a different podcast. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will say the end of that. Um, one of my favorite moments in this film. I don't know why. It's just I find it so endearing and makes me kind of giggle. Is there's a moment where they're crossing the streams. And the, the moment is coming where um, where Zool is is gonna is explodes, and the Marshmallow Man is behind them because yeah. he's been trying to terrorize them. And all of a sudden, his face screaming face changes. Yeah. Yeah. he goes from like Ur to like. And the marshmallow man explodes, and then they're they're all coloured. they're all coloured in marshmallow, and then they break out of their dog forms, and everyone's happy. And then we have the end, which is uh, all right. They've saved the day. They've saved New York, and it's daytime now or the morning. I mean, we've literally gone from evening, Mm. maybe eight or nine o'clock, to. The next day, mm. and it's daylight. Like it's really. Mm. This is my whole thing with the ending, where I just want to go. Oh my god, they didn't. They're like, but it needs to be the next day, so we'll make it the morning. But we're clearly filming it at three in the afternoon. It's very. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Plan Nine from Outer Space. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's very like. What? Well, it's suddenly it's daytime, yeah. and no, and everyone is there cheering like crazy, <laughs> and they're walking out of the house coloured in marshmallow, mm-hmm. and and Venkman and Sigourney Weaver are together, and then they kiss. And with everyone cheering. And my thing is, she's been such a, a – so cemented in her character. And I've always found it really interesting because I think this – I've always looked at this and gone, I think they did a huge call out to let anyone come and have them cheer and not get extras or whatever. So mm. I, don't, I don't think this was a closed film set. So I think people were very much cheering for the actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because Sigourney is feels, – uh, it feels like she's herself – as opposed mm. to her character, I've always mm. watched it. Just going, this just seems you know a little what? bit. That's a that good moment, point. that moment, it's that moment where she kind of laughs and does that little smile and tries to get back into it, and it's beautiful. But it's that thing where I'm mm. like, no, this is real. Never like, thought about I've that. I've always, it's, I've always looked at it, and it's only because of her. But then there's also that moment where she has to kiss him. Mm. Yep. And I think you're right though. There's no there's, connection there's a moment to where it. She's yeah. she's waving and smiling. Yeah. For, like, and why would she be waving yeah. and smiling? Yeah. 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 Like who the fuck is that? Get the Ghostbusters. And yeah, like so they've got lots of extra people and stuff. But and then every. Everyone's fine and they all get into the car and mm. they all go back to base except for Rick Moranis who's taking – he's like, I want to go with them. No, you're going to go the other way with no one talking or acknowledge of anything. <laughs> but most importantly, then as the car's driving off, the reporters are all 
in the wrong place. And I'm like, I'm watching all the journalists going, you're talking to them. No one's stopping you, but you're choosing to stand at a point that makes it convenient for them to get it out of the way. What is wrong with you? You have a job to do. But also then as the car drives off, there are like six priests or cardinals all blessing the car. And and literally, like they're just like doing hands of the cross, hands of the cross, that. hands of the cross. Mm. It's and then the car drives off, and they just hands of the cross. Yep. And I'm like, is that why they included the religion? Like it just, it just. And that's the end of the film, and Slimer runs out, and it's mm. this happy, happy, joy, joy ending. But I really, every time mm. I look at it, I'm like, they've clearly filmed it separate to the whole thing because mm. Rick Moranis is the only character with intention. Mm. In the ho- out of everyone else, then they mm. just walk out, wave and leave, and get in the car. Mm. So I just, yeah. I think you're right. I, I've never actually thought about that before, but I think you're spot on. Yeah. I think that was I'm – I'm, We're going to have to do some research to see whether yeah. or not that's actually true. I'm really curious about that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, look, I think – But what, my, a, what my, a fun my, role. My takeaway is problematic, but Most a, 80s a films very are. enjoyable yeah. film. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a product of its time where that stuff was – It is. I mean, that's not an excuse. Not an excuse. I, I no, no, like no. It doesn't excuse any part of it. Lot, but I love that we're able to look at it with a lens. Like, we're even in the way in which we've talked about this, we've talked about the use of a person of colour yeah. Yeah. and well, the I treatment mean, of women, yep. but not in a way where we still can't enjoy the film, but you, well, it's clearly wrong. You can. Mm. It's okay to like problematic text mm. as long as you're not trying to lie about or, yeah. or yeah, conceal sure. the fact that yeah. there are problematic elements. And yeah. I think that's where Ghostbusters sits. I'm like, there are problematic elements – Yes, and I don't like that. Do I love watching the film? Yes. Yeah. And it's very funny and there's a lot about it that I love. Yes. You're not excusing it. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's a fun ride. Totally. Gosh, it's a fun ride. Totally. Thank you for bringing that into some lightness. Yeah, let's. let's into an otherwise. I needed it. It's probably dark, time to move on. Move dark, on now. Yeah, on the dark trail now. But as we move on down the road, we get to move down and the second and third films, they're both brilliant. They're great. Oh, my mm. God. Yeah. So, so we're up to anything, anything for Jackson mm. and the IMDb. A bereaved Satanist couple kidnap a pregnant woman so they can use an ancient spell book to put their dead grandson's spirit into her unborn child but end up summoning more than they bargained for. Yep. So it's almost a, a – it's a reverse exorcism movie. I love this. It's I remember – We talked film. about – I'm messaging you because we had yep. both seen it already and this, I remember – And I hadn't and I looked yes. up nothing. So watching yes. this movie, so that first the biggest scene thing to me that was got golden. the first start where you just see this lovely-looking old couple played oh. by Death from Supernatural, the yes, husband. Yes, I know, right? Sitting there having their morning cup of tea, reading the paper, yeah. and then she goes, oh, here she comes. And you think, yeah. oh, it's going to be some nice thing where their granddaughter's coming over or something. And all of a sudden the husband walks back in – with a kidnapping, a clearly woman. dragging and a, a woman, woman dragging a woman will. against yeah. her will, and yeah. she's screaming. Yeah. What and the fuck and am then I watching? The, the wife comes over with a hammer and yeah. whacks her a couple of times. <laughs> but the the like right from the opening, you're like, okay, okay, this is great. I mean, I'm in with the music, because the tone, all the of it. The juxtaposition. It's not just that it's, it's this like lovely looking couple. Even the conversation they're having it's is so, so mundane. mundane. Yeah. He's like, look, I don't mean <clears> to complain. I appreciate everything you do. But the hem on this side of my pants is just a little bit. I'm going to look really silly at work, and you know it's just like a, a fuddy duddy old yeah. couple. And yeah. then they're like, "Oh, she's here!" And then you're like, "What the fuck Hell. is happening and here?" And I was I was there, and because I knew nothing about this yeah. film in going in, and I was. Hooked. Yeah. Yep. Hooked from the start. And the concept, what a fabulous way to rework the possession totally. concept mm. that it's like, oh, okay, so they're going to try and they're, they're deliberately they summon, going to try yeah. and um, possess someone with a spirit, but it's the spirit of their dead grandson yeah. into, into the body of a pregnant an woman. unborn child yeah. so that they can 
they can and have him rebirth. And, and, and you go so from the normal cute. possession movies, though, but you feel for them too. Like they're yeah. supposed to be the villains, but you, f- no. you kind of feel sad but for them. But the way from the start, when the woman kind of wakes up and she's gagged and she's reading off a little thing and she's like, no, we, we, we. I'm sorry, but we mm. didn't yeah. want to hurt you. And and but this is the thing. And they've they've thought about this. We've got a script. We're mm. we're a part of it. And this is one of those movies. Oh, do I need to sneeze? Bless, Bless you. you. Pardon me. Bless you, my son. This is one of those movies that the layers just keep <laughs> on layering. I clearly over have and not had a religious again. background. I just made an L at you. To- <laughs> L, L for love. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just <laughs> Have you guys seen Dodgeball? No. And the, yes. the guy's wife is sitting in the crowd and she's doing this at him and he well, goes, Al for how love. Do you, how do you do the religious thing? It's down, it's a cross. So it's 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 down not it's not it, the trick is you you don't Oh you go, come back up slightly. You come back up well you yeah, yeah, so you just yeah, anyway. Unless you're Satanist, then you can't. I'm absolutely gonna I am not I'm a absolutely gonna cut this bit out. Religious person. <laughs> um, the mother is sitting there and she's yes. like she's reading off her script and they've they've planned this out. And this is every moment where it's like, no, but we talked about this. We figured out how we were gonna handle mm-hmm. all of these different moments. And there's something ominous, awful, but lovely about yeah. that. There's something really innocent about them. The way they've they they've managed to write these two characters in such a way that they are doing horrific things and yet all the while you still – I mean, that's in the acting as well, yeah. Yeah, but you still feel that they are good people because you can see that the way they've got themselves into this situation, they they are good people and they have accepted or convinced themselves that they need to do something horrific to be able to reconcile with their grief over the loss of their grandson and their their daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's even a moment – near the end where the, the girl is trying to reason with the husband and he really calmly says to her, there's no point in trying to reason with me. I've accepted yeah. that I've made, I a, made deal a deal with the, the devil. devil. And says it just so calmly. I mean, and the layers, so and that's exact, and that was brilliant. But the layers yeah. that we get is, is even later on the film we find out they're actually Satanists. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's the thing. It's, 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 it's just done in a brilliant way where they've kidnapped this person mm. and they tell them straight from the start, this is the only way we can get um, yes. the child back. And also something else that's interesting about it all is when the woman comes too and she's gagged she sees a child yes Mm -hmm. that isn't there yeah Yeah. and that's the whole thing where she says she sees a child and to them that means this is the right woman and Mm. we can get out we can get him Mm. back yep yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and that's which I only just remembered. I'm like, mm. wow. Well, I wonder what that means. And and we discover that for this this couple, it's it it's layered grief and a, yeah. and layered guilt. So we we find out as the story progresses that not only did they lose their 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 grandson, but they lost their daughter as well in a car crash. Yeah. Um. And the 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 grandmother it was the one who was driving and so she feels a sense of guilt yep. that, that that her grandson and her well and her daughter didn't die initially yeah. so they had this horrible car accident the grandson died the daughter was confined to a wheelchair she had suffered um, some kind of brain damage um and they tried to make her really comfortable make her life really happy but she couldn't go on she'd lost her child and she was wheelchair bound and brain damaged and kind of uh, i guess tips herself out of her chair down the stairs and and commits suicide so they're dealing with this sense of this grief layer and of grief. guilt um and you get a sense that the husband is He's definitely he he's definitely going along with it, but it is for the wife. The yeah. wife is the one that's really driving. Yeah. Yeah. She's really the one that's um, bound to this sense of guilt and needs to do something to try and bring 
just bring something positive back into her yeah. life and feel a sense of making up for it. Um, and obviously, as as view, uh, listeners, hopefully you'll know because you've watched it, um, but if not, you've probably guessed already, things don't go quite the way they hope it no, will. And no, this is, um, and this is brilliant. Like, they, they yeah, we rea- yeah. they realise really quickly, they think they've brought a dark thing and, and, and they do. Well, and they have. They have. Yeah, like they, they, they try to do this ritual and it And there's it beautiful flashbacks to it as well where we find yeah. out what got them to this Yeah, that this doesn't point, quite work. Really and John and Goodman in the, end, in the Big Lebowski, you're out of your fucking element. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they end up actually opening, when they do this ritual, opening some sort of portal where other things can, can come, come through. through. It's not just um, – it doesn't work the way they, they, they hoped it, it would and other evil spirits come through this portal. And also there's a uh, – not just that evil spirits come through, there's some kind of force that that compels people in the house and people around them as the movie progresses yeah. to commit violent acts towards mm. themselves – so there's, there's and this is what's brilliant about this. Like yeah. at first, where it's you know we go, this is terrible thing, and they're trying to do it, and 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 the nurse is like, um, so she didn't show up for an appointment, and and he's a doctor, mm. the, the that, that's he's a gynecologist, but that's, that's how yeah. that's how he she's, discovers she's her. She's a patient, yeah, yeah. And um, it's really interesting, like playing with that and what it means for relationships and emotions. Mm. But it's about them not being found. So the nurse turns around and goes, well, she's she, she should be running away. Oh, she said she was going to come in at another time. Mm. And then the mother is actually, like when she's she's actually written, going, how do I do it? DTF, down to fuck on a dating app. So she's using her phone mm. to create circumstances and scenarios. Like they've really thought mm. out how they're going to do this mm. and how they're going to be able to protect themselves from it. And, and they've accepted that they're going to do a terrible thing to a mm. very nice person mm. and she's stuck and tied to a bed and having to accept it even the moment where they go we're going to take off your gag and then she's screaming and he's mm. outside to see whether or not and they go we've soundproofed it so we're fine mm. um it's it's just oh absolutely and I amazing little little bits that that um kind of emphasize this i this confusion as the as the viewer over whether you should feel sorry for these people yeah. or appalled by their behavior in that the the the, the wife, like, knits a little cover for the handcuffs for yeah. her so it doesn't hurt her <laughs> wrists. And you're like, ah, oh, this, like, it's, it's eternal it's very caring, conflicting. but you're doing this awful thing. It's amazing the yeah. way in which they've done it, the way yeah. they've structured mm-hmm. it and the way they've and, put it all together. So can we talk about the the fucking awful things that come through yeah. the portal? Uh, well, that's, uh, yeah. Um, well, the thing I was just going to say before and just to put into a storyline thing, so and the, a, a policeman is looking for the woman because they know she's gone missing and a policewoman's looking for the woman and goes to the doctor and the doctor's like, um, oh, uh, she she said she wasn't coming to her appointment and a nurse goes, no, 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 you said you saw her. And it's that interesting thing where it's like, oh, you know, it, so the policewoman's starting to figure out what's going on and suspects the doctor. So there's all this tension and concern yes. like from a real-world perspective. And then there's the flip side. Well, and I'll just add to the real-world perspective, there's a guy that um, is is shoveling snow for them because yep. um, he's kind of lonely and you get you get to understand that he's fighting with his wife or whatever and he just is looking for company and he keeps kind of showing up wanting to help around their house and they're like, bugger off. <laughs> um, so, that yeah, so there is this – um, they they feel the real world pressing in on them yeah. as they're trying to yeah. conceal this secret. And so anyway, they've, they've opened this portal bleh, and some awful things come out. Well, they do that um, spelly thing, don't they? Yeah. They do. They, they so open the portal and oh, – do you mean immediately? or Because if you're going to jump into the characters, like the moment that that happens and the mother sees this ghoulish thing and screams like crazy because they've um, – this is the when they do the – 
they're like to see whether or not that's the baby and the baby's going to be there. When they do the whole open yeah. the portal accidentally, yeah. isn't it that the mother, she screams like crazy because there's this. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Sorry. When you were saying the mother, I kept, I was thinking Sorry, of the old I think, woman. Okay, no, we've got to, I've got to, I, I think I've said mother wrong the whole time. So no, we need to right. say the doctor, the old woman and the actual mother of the child the told mother, to a yeah. bed. Okay, so my memory is the first thing we see is. She's the, so maternal that I just, I couldn't. Is, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, the doctor is, is in bed and he hears this oh, noise yeah. and I just feel thinking yeah. about it. The fucking awful Thing woman who's flossing her. Oh, my gingivitis <laughs> just went crazy at that moment. And, and Can I tell you, I like, I paused and went and brushed my teeth at this point. Like, <laughs> wow. I was just like, oh my God. She's flossing her teeth to the point of just flossing into her gums and bleed, bleeding, bleeding everywhere, and teeth just dropping out and clinking on the floor. Yep. And it's fucking grotesque and terrifying. And that that's the, I don't know if that's the first, but that's one of the entities that comes out. Another one is um, the old woman yep. keeps seeing someone who's uh, – she ghost. thinks it's a prank this at first. This was terrifying. A character mm-hmm. dressed in the same costume her daughter used to wear for Halloween. Yeah. Um, yep. A kid in a ghost costume. And the way, um, but the way they do that scene, she's like, go away. This is mm. very funny. And it's the, that point that I'm like, she could be speaking to a spirit or she could also be speaking to a child. Mm. And either way, she's, she's knowing what's going on. But she's yeah. like, this is not okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then the They're poor so well fucking mother. With their evil deeds. Yes, they are. <laughs> the poor fucking mother who's tied up, and this is probably the most terrifying because she can't escape. Yeah. This demented figure that's like very much the um, uh, unre- extended version of The Exorcist. I'm thinking the crab walk down the mm-hmm. stairs. This backwards walking demented mm-hmm. yeah. creature with a fucking plastic bag over its head making horrible noises um appears and and you know starts coming towards her and it's ah, yeah it's awful and um, and that's the interesting like at those moment when she starts screaming and this is the relationship that even though this terrible thing is going mm. on that's been formed between the old woman and yeah. the mother tied to the bed is yeah. where she's screaming for her to help her. Yeah. Like there's so much yeah. in this and that relationship building mm-hmm. that exists where she's like accepted this mm. is a fate, they've planned it, this is what's going to happen mm. and I'm she's still talking. Yeah, it's Can I just say, to get a little bit academic for a second, I think that there is something, a recurring theme in possession movies around the horror of motherhood. And I don't know why oh, this is a recurrent yeah. theme, but we well, are. Well, the tearing we, of the body for a child yeah. to come out. And, and it's often a woman who was possessed, often a mother, mm. and there is often a threat to a child from a from a maternal I think there's also something influence. I think there's also something there's something about the reality of that bond like because it's yeah. not just about like there's the reality of the bond between a mother and a child you know that that there is the sus- like the sustenance one needs from one and mm. takes from one towards another like there's lots of yeah. and it's, I think it's a parasitic thing it's almost like well, a, well yeah, yeah, yeah and and I've never thought of it that way no, but, but I guess it is because yeah, it it's living off the the host yeah. essentially well, if you I, think about it yeah. in really scientific terms My God, well, the baby is all children are parasites and then we keep sucking to it, yeah. like we suck the, the money from them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's well, what it's like. And it's, you think about the, you know, and that's the part of also like, you know, the maternal thing is that if what if you reject that at the afterwards when the baby's born and everything? Yeah. Like it's yeah. and the wow. fine line between caring and smothering. Mm. It's uh, an interesting uh, thing. With, something you care about with these characters as well is is we see in the flashbacks that at first the. 
the mother who is pregnant didn't think she wanted the child. Mm. So this is why they've, they, a part of them have been able to – they've been reconciled their bad deeds in the thing where it's like, well, you she didn't really want a child, so we're mm. giving this child something more. And it's really yeah. that they just want to, to give a – they want their grandson back and, mm. and the doctor's accepted he's doing something terrible because his wife just You know what? And even her. that – there's a lot of mythology around like the, the female being split into two yeah. and the evil, the evil aspect of the feminine and the good – good aspect of the feminine which is the ideal that women should be nurturing and maternal and caring and I think in a lot of possession films you see that conflict played out and you're waiting for that um, the reconciliation yeah. at the end and even with this the, the mother in this film like this you say brilliant. to begin with she doesn't want the child and then through the trauma of what happens she realises her ideal good Form, yeah. which is, oh, no, I need to nurture and, and yeah. keep this child. And, and, um, yeah. and she's in this awful scenario where she's tied down to a bed by a person who was her medical caregiver mm. by two lovely old people who were like, oh, we're going to – we're going to sacrifice your child to get our grandson back. We don't back. mean Thanks. you any harm. But we don't we mean need you any to harm, but this is what's going to happen. <laughs> and, and, yeah, so there's – you. we've uh, – then there's uh, the po- – the next one is the policeman, isn't it? The policeman actually figures out what's going on. The police woman. She, the police. Oh, sorry. I mm. I apologise. I when I was saying, co- well, no, I, I just because I was thinking no, because I, I was just thinking police person. Mm-mm. I didn't reference it in agenda, which is kind of stupid. Now that we I think about it, the police woman who she's been on to what's she's been clicking and been on to what's been going on. She calls the doctor and goes, "Why don't I come visit?" Mm. The doctor comes home and finds the police woman in her mm. house with the um. And this is this something happens before this, um, which I've jumped ahead, but and I do love that moment. And the police woman's there with the old woman tied up, and um, she shoots herself in the head. And it's a terrifying and, and moment. And this is the thing we're seeing: these terrible moments mm. and the things where there are all these birds that are dying, and and we it, the creepiness is building. And mm. there's the big one that confirms it's when the snowplow guy's there and mm-hmm. he's plowing, and everything's going to be okay. And he says to. And we don't realise till later he's actually got a connection to all of this as well. Mm. And and he's like they're freaking out because they're realising he's going to see the birds, he's going to see things are wrong, he's going to put two and two together like a natural like kidnapping. And then he just yells, no, it's okay, you did it right. You know, he's going to come back to you. And then he puts his head in yeah. the snowplow. And mm. and this is brilliant where it's just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, so they re- they're being told, you've done everything okay. It's going to be fine. Everything's all right. So now they just have to get through. Mm. And then the police woman threatens that and now they- and then she shoots herself. And the way she does it, like the, the woman on the bed, the mother is hysterical and she's like, calm down. Yeah. It's okay. I'm going to help you. I just need to do this thing first. Bang. Bang. And then she just over the head. And you're like, like brilliant. Oh, yeah, did it's not see so brilliant. And it's just like, okay, things are getting out of control and they don't know what to do. And they go to one of the guys from <laughs> so there. So they consult an incel. <laughs> <laughs> and let's be honest. Yeah, 100%. This, this fucking guy. Ooh, yeah. And this guy Jesus. is creepy as hell and he's a part, and he basically is a Satanist too. And it's like, you've, you've read this wrong, you've done this wrong. This mm. is how we can do it right. And says he's going to help them to do it right. And that's when the mother realises, oh, my God, they're going to kill me. Mm. Um, well, or just ex- she's like, that's what's going to happen. So mm. she's she gets out of her handcuff 
and mm. then um, puts – so while they're setting it all up and really setting up the dynas of this, like saying to the doctor, you know you're going to have to kill the woman. Don't disrespect the um, – the, like the, the, and they're realising they've done something really terrible mm. and they don't know how to put the genie back in the bottle and they've got no choice but to follow through. Mm. And um, and this guy is creepazoid but mm. also yeah. like the way he's complaining about – Lives in his mum's basement he, yeah, and yeah. blasts it's just, metal music. He's, he's, he's yeah. the stereotypical – what you when, <sighs> when there was the satanic panic, in the 80s in America, this is what they were talking about. This is the stereotypical, listens to heavy metal and he's creepy and yeah. rah, 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 lives mm. in his mum's basement, whereas most of it was pretty much bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And essentially yeah. the woman fakes, she breaks, she gets her handcuff out, she breaks a glass, she throws the water on her bodily parts, breaks the glass so she can hide the glass under her pillow mm. and fakes that she's um, in labour mm. to speed things along and hopefully get herself out. So then they're like, oh, my God, this is getting really full on. We have to do something. We're going to get it sorted. And he's starting another part of a ritual. Mm. And that's when the doctor is kind of like and, – and it's through the conversation as well where it, they're like we've – it's not that we've done something wrong, but they realise they've done something worse than what they planned. Yeah. yeah. And and they're not quite sure how to mm. – uh, what like to do say, about that. Like you put the that. genie back in the, the bottle. Put the genie back in the yeah. bottle is actually – yeah, you're right. The put right the analogy. Back in the hell. But they're not trying yeah. to put – the thing is they're not trying to put the genie back in the bottle. They're just trying to get what they want. They don't yeah. want everything else that came with it. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. terrible and daunting and yeah. oh, my God. And she's faking, screaming her pregnancy like the baby's coming and they're all like, oh, we've got to do – because they're not worried about the baby being born. They're worried mm. about getting the soul of the grandson yes. in. Yes. So the incel guy, heavy metal guy, starts doing his whatever he's trying to do yeah. to fix it and and then the doctor's like, don't draw attention, but he's, something's wrong with it. Yeah. And I mean well, I – And he's not – He we, we sort of discover or it's implied that – He's not really trying to help them do what no. they're trying to do. He, I don't think he's, it's implied. I think it's straight up. Saying. Yeah, he's he's trying to bring, bring forth the, the devil. He's yeah. trying to bring forth the devil and yeah. trying to do what he wants to do. Yeah, and um and she he's like, don't draw attention. But they're also saying we're not going to try to stop him. Mm. And it's at this point that they're like, something's not okay. Mm. And okay, and that's when the pregnant woman takes this moment to grab the older woman and put the the glass to her mm. throat and say, don't. Like, let me out of this, unlock mm. me. And the the devil-worshipping guy's like, just keep going, just keep going. So he keeps doing it and the doctor wants to save his wife. So he unlocks the woman. Mm. And it's at that point that the she stab, – does she stab the mother? I'm trying to remember how she dies. Uh, the the old woman. Old woman, yeah. Isn't she Sorry, I keep – I've really con- – She shot? No. Um, and during all of this, the, the – um, we see Shit. the policewoman keeps shooting herself in the mm. head. Yeah, that just keeps yes, being played over yeah, and over. Yeah, that keeps. But yes. how did. No, she got stabbed, didn't she? But with the glass. <sighs> because she's trying to get herself out. So it's the stabbing uh, with the glass. No, it is the shot. Mm, I think it is. But anyway. Well, I mean, we can. We can. We can. No, no, no. But does any. Do any of us remember? <laughs> but, it, but I mean, I, the point is she. She dies and yeah. the, the husband is. Um, has him has her in his arms, um, and this is this is really I think yeah. this is something that's really lovely. Like she, uh, it's the glass she stabbed with the glass or something, um, so she's dying, and yeah. and the, the other demon guy is like keeping on going, and yeah. it's all starting to turn crazy, and the husband's cradling her while mm. the other woman's just desperately trying to get out mm. of. She's unlocking herself and just trying desperately to get out of this scenario, and this is like. Intensely insane. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Everything's gone pear Everything's gone. Oh no! It is hell. a stab. Mm. She stabbed with the he glass. He stabs Audrey, mortally wounding her. Who stabs her? 
in. Oh, yeah. that's right. The, the incel. The mm. incel stabs her because he has to sacrifice that's someone. Right. Mm. So he stabs yes, her. Yes, that's and right. As she is also a mother, she is as viable as a sacrifice as Shannon. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, unbeknownst to the Walshers, he decides to use their ritual to summon the devil. Yeah, and he's summoning the devil. And this is the crazy cra- – mm. everything just goes off the hook. Um, so the mother gets out of it and mm. this creepy thing crawls back out with the bag all over its head. Mm. The mother is freaking out. Well, she's out. encountering all of she's the creepy things everything. as she leaves but the But while that's going on, like as the husband is cradling his wife as mm. she's dying, mm. the doctor um, – in a flip reverse, something runs out and grabs Ian. Mm. And we've never seen this character before, mm. have we? Mm. No. Who essentially starts doing the same thing in a terrifying way and drags him out mm. yep. to mm. what the doctor's doing. And then the the pregnant woman's like, fuck, 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 got to yep. get out. Yep. Um, so she's on her way out and then the doctor gets stopped by the, the creepy, dysmorphic, mm. body baggy thing mm. and basically becomes it. Yeah, well, he something kind of he transforms or something yeah. sort of comes out of him mm. that is, I guess, was supposed yeah. to believe is is the devil. The devil, the, the, yep. the, yeah. The ritual worked. Oh, um, I never thought that he became. Oh, maybe that's that that I, he became it. I think so. Okay, okay, cool. I think so. Well, I guess yeah. All right, that makes sense because it's not Ian. <laughs> he's the only person left, and she's running off, and so she's running off. Yeah, and uh, she's in the house and encountering everything, and mm. I assume. The guy that grabbed Ian is basically fucking his dead corpse or something. Like, I, I, how did you interpret that? I just was like, what? Because we never see Ian again. No. I, 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 and he was in the corner doing something, and I was just like, creep. I, so, also, yeah. the policewoman's shooting herself in the head. She runs mm-hmm. out into the street. She gets out of the house, and there's the guy who is the um, snowplow the guy, snowplow who guy. I think turns out is the father of the child. That what? she's carrying. Did I just read that into Because she's like, did. you can't let me not see my child is what no, he I starts think he, saying. No, I think he's talking about his wife. I thought he was talking about. Maybe he's talking about his wife. I, yeah. Having the, the split up mm. and they've got children. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he starts screaming that and she just yeah. gets into the car yes. and drives. Yes, as you And would. like wants to get away, wants to get away, wants to get away. And I'm just mm. sitting here going, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, so they've, brought, brought, they've opened the pit to hell. It's here. That's what's mm. going. So she can't escape it. And I, I had to pause at this point because I'm like, how much time do we have left? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it could have been half an hour and mm, it could have mm, been mm. a minute. Like, yeah. and, it re- and then we get to the end. Yeah. I'm curious to hear everyone else's interpretations of the end. Um. Well, my, my, if it's the scene the I'm ver- thinking of, well, yeah. it, my interpretation is that it is the cre- it's either the, the creature that the doctor turned into or came out of him or whatever whatever happened there. It the the devil she sees this she drives off and crossing she stops. the road. Yeah. Um, my interpretation is that is that devil or demon that that came out, and she kind of I felt uh, like her water breaks at that point. Oh, I'm I'm not sure about that, but I I I the my interpretation of the moment was that she. She sort of thought she could acknowledge that this awful thing is there and shouldn't I do something or warn people or – and she's like, you know what, let it be. I've I've got out of this situation. That's the most important thing. Let it pass and yeah. just keep going. What about you, Shari? Yeah, I, I'm similar in that, yeah, I think it's just, she's just like, I've had enough shit. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. I'm done. I'm out. 
Just let it keep let on it, going. Let it ride. Yeah. 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 I can't stop She's it. Like, so I don't know. It was a weird space to stop now. it. Like, and, then, and it's just that I felt one, one of the reasons she maybe stopped was because her water broke. I don't know. It was just because she could have. I think she's more like she just, I'm going to protect my just, child now. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else maybe can go fuck it. themselves. That's yeah. it. That's what it is. Yeah. That's exactly. I can't trust anybody ever again. That makes sense to me now. Yeah. That's that's absolutely that. I wonder if they were trying to open it up to a sequel. She's just like. No, you know what? I couldn't. My doctor well, is I mean, the one that's been to this. Where so she, I can't trust she's that. She's accepted a lot of points within this that she can't control anything. Yeah. So, and and it's also they speak to that thing of her trying to control becoming a mother and what that means. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's actually yep, cool. They yeah. Were, they, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, what have we found? Well, it says I was trying to find out if there was a sequel, but what I found is um, someone. Many people have asked, um, "What does the ending of anything for Jackson mean?" According to Screen Rant. The Walshers became a vessel for the devil because Audrey died and Henry's will to live weakened. By mm-hmm. the end of Anything for Jackson, Shannon sees the devil as a bizarre marker of her and her unborn child's newfound safety. Cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. I think yeah. that's pretty yeah. much yeah. what you were what yeah. you were saying. It's yeah. like this, yep, no, I'm here to protect this child now. That's it. I'm going to let you... Demon, do your thing. You, you just say you the fuck away over from there. me and my yep. child. The, uh, I'm going to go over here. You go over there. Yeah. Let's leave yeah. each other the fuck Which, alone. Which again is the the typical journey for the for the woman in a possession film yeah. to by the end be like my children are the most important thing to me. Um, <laughs> but this was brilliant. It it's was. Great. It like, was. Oh. It, this is going to sound like a weird thing to say, but this was fun. Yeah. This yeah, was a fun yeah, yeah, yeah. horror movie. Yeah, it's not Completely. depressing. It's I not like know, the next one we're going to talk about. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect when yeah. I watched this. I yep. just found it on Shutter and I was like, hmm, that yep. looks like a fascinating concept. Yeah. Hit play and was just on a roller coaster all the way yep. through and was like, that Agreed. was good. And Agreed. Except I think every role except for maybe the incel guy where he was just very stereotypical and weird, mm. everyone else was phenomenal in mm. it. Like the, mm. the old couple. I don't think the incel guy was – Bad either. Like he no, was he very was much good, playing but it was his just role. Like yeah. he was a very stereotypical character in a yeah. way as well. But yeah. the old couple, like and like we said at the start, they're hor- they're being horrible people. Mm. But you also have this sympathy for them because mm. they, they all they want is their grandchild back. Yeah. That's mm. it. But it's beautiful. They're just going about yeah. the wrong way to do it. In a it. weird way, it is the, beautiful. The yeah. Ensel guy was a really interesting counterpoint to them because it's funny how you Because got, he is them as well. Well, that's the thing. Mm. You've got a set of characters, the the couple and the Ensel guy, that each of them are planning to do something horrific. Mm. And somehow the movie is written in such a way that you end up seeing them as diametrically opposed mm-hmm. and you, the, you're seeing yeah. them you as You see like, them as good and evil. You, yeah, yeah, you see the old funny. couple as like, well, funny. they're doing a good, evil thing and he's <laughs> yeah. just doing an evil, evil thing. <laughs> and we it's need, the and we need it's like, how do we – Yeah, it's Isn't incredible that we actually – we're like, huh. But I think it's as humans too, we can we, – we, ju- we understand that loss – Mm. So we can sympathise with them in that. Yeah. Yes, I would. I would love for that person yeah. to come back. Whereas, Whereas that he, guy seems he's just like, like oh, fuck it. He's he seems just anarchy. like your typical kind of yeah. that whole toxic masculinity thing. He, you know, he feels like the world's know, wronged me, so the, fuck yeah, everything. Yeah. The world's against me. Everyone's yeah. fucked me over, so fuck. Which everyone is why, else. and that's and as like, silly as okay. it sounds. I think that's also why I thought that he was just basically this thing was fucking him. Maybe Possibly. because it's that thing of you don't get to get anything. Look, it was well. definitely something world, unsavory. Oh, absolutely. You think the world's <laughs> fucked you, so exactly. Okay, yeah, the gonna fuck that, you exactly instead. right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, 
everyone, Dean here. You can see just how much we got into Possession Horror. We love it so much, and we can tell why it's one of Emma's favourite subgenres. So much so that we're doing something a little different. Instead of three movies in one episode, we're putting out this episode in the morning of of the uh, day release, and we're actually going to put another episode out at lunchtime, which is going to be looking at our third film, Hereditary. Part of that reason why is because that conversation goes for an hour because we were so taken by the film. And rather than squashing everything together into one two-hour podcast, which is a little crazy to begin with, and also crazy for a daily podcast, we're going to split it up so we can break those episodes up and give some of you a breather because you can tell listening to this episode that we start to get into it so much that while we're loving it, it's just all whoa. So anyway, that's the end of this ep. And this afternoon, another one will be dropping. So we hope you enjoy it. And honestly, Hereditary is so good, we can't wait for you to hear it. You know, um, the funny thing I've learned, even though there are some dishes in my sink, is if you do your dishes every day, it's amazing. Like, I, even after every meal, just pack the dishwasher immediately. Remember how I used to live? Like, lockdown four has been a very big change for me. <laughs> Look I'm really at my glad house. that at 40- no, 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 hang on. Hang on. <laughs> clean. 